Hello, hello, and thank you for joining me again on the Traveling in Ireland podcast live from Ireland. Today I am coming to you from Faith Leg House Hotel in County Waterford. This is a beautiful period property and I cannot wait to tell you a little bit more about it as well as some of the things you can do in the area. But first I have a really terrific question that came in from Don M. Don asks, asked, how hard was it for you to learn to drive on the left? How long did it take? And should a longtime driver from the US give it a try without it being too risky? This is a really terrific question and actually something that I was thinking about recently when I picked up my rental car because I'm at the point where I can very seamlessly switch from driving in the US to driving in Ireland without much thought. It's, it's just so comfortable for me now. But I was reflecting back to my very first trip to Ireland, which was 22 years ago now, and how I was almost too stupid to realize that I should maybe be worried about driving on the wrong side of the car on the wrong side of the road as an American. But I have to tell you that after, you know, really paying attention, right? So you land, you're nervous, you get the car, and and you kind of take off without any, uh, no questions asked, really. So it it actually wasn't that difficult to get used to. And I'll tell you a little bit more about that in a minute. But the thing, I, I think a lot of people kind of psych themselves out about it um, and and make themselves nervous before they even have the experience. So I have two tips that I, I really kind of put front and center. The first one is don't drive when you're tired. When you arrive in Ireland from the US or Canada, North America, you have been flying all night and then some, depending on where you're coming from. You are going to be tired. You are going to be hangry. And it's just not an ideal situation. So if you can avoid picking up your car for a day to let yourself get used to, um, you know, kind of dispel the jet lag a little bit, get used to Ireland time, and get used to the cars on the wrong side of the road coming at you from the wrong way. Just acclimate yourself a little bit. Um, that is ideal. Whether you spend it in Dublin City, very easy to get to from the airport, uh, Malahide, beautiful little village, very, very close to the airport, or if you come into Shannon, maybe just take a taxi to Bunratty for the day, or Ennis, or even Galway. You can pick up a car in Galway super easy. Um, but just, you know, if you can avoid driving day one and pick up the car day two, you might be a little less tired and a little more prepared. Um, number two, never, ever drive in Dublin. Now, I was just in Dublin. I've been in and out of Dublin a few times now since I've been here. And the thing I'm noticing is they are really cutting back on where private vehicles can drive. In the heart of the city center, they are making some of the roads can only be buses or taxis. So it just makes driving in Dublin even harder. So just 
give yourself, give, just get rid of that stress right now. You do not need a car in Dublin. It is very, very walkable. Don't drive in Dublin. And then one thing that I should have said, if you do have to pick up the car immediately upon arrival, just don't drive very far. Just, you know, 30, 45 minutes, an hour, just don't go very far because like I said, you're going to be tired. You need to get out, get moving and have a good meal. Um, and, and getting in your car and driving another couple of hours on being jet lagged, it's just, it's a dangerous situation and it just makes it harder. The mistakes that I make when I'm driving still are always made if I try to drive too far after flying into Ireland on that day. So there you go. Now as to um, how long does it take to get used to it, it's actually pretty quick. Here's the thing. So even though you're on the left side of the road and on the right side of the car, the driver is still at the center of the road. So that feels very familiar. The pedals are the same. If you're driving a manual transmission, the, you know, the, the, um, the, your, your manual transmission H grid is the same. You're only shifting with the left hand. And actually that's really easy to get used to. And if you don't drive a manual, get an automatic. It's one less thing for you to worry about. So I would say that if you're driving, you'll get used to it in a day very, very easily. It really is easy to pick up. The hardest part is remembering to look right and then left. But just, I mean, just look left and right and left and right until you're sure you're ready to go and then go. So take it slow. Don't feel pressured to go faster than you're comfortable with. And, uh, Listen to your navigator. If you are lucky enough to be traveling with somebody in the passenger seat, let them be the navigator and listen to what they say. Now, I did talk all about driving tips for um, tourists in podcast episode 148. You'll find 30 plus trips, trips, 30 plus tips <laughs> for driving in Ireland. And these are tips that will keep you safe, help you get where you're going and um, give you some understanding of Irish roads as well. So again, that's podcast episode 148, 30 plus Ireland driving tips. So Don, I fully believe that if you are a competent and safe driver, you can drive in Ireland with very few issues. So thank you so much for asking that question and I hope you give it a try. I think you'll be just fine. Now, like I said, I am coming to you live from Faith Leg House Hotel in Waterford. This hotel is based at the head of Waterford Harbor, so really close to the ocean. No um, ocean views, at least from my room, but very, very close to where the three, uh, the three southeastern rivers meet and empty into the Celtic Sea. Uh, beautiful, beautiful area. The house was built in 1783. It became a hotel in 1998. It's a hugely popular spot for wedding receptions and special events. There were actually, there was one the night we arrived, which was uh, Friday, and there was another one tonight, Saturday. Uh, beautiful gardens for that. And if there's rain, like there has been a little bit the last day and a half, 
uh, they set up this massive, um, I don't want to call it a tent because it's so much more than that, but it's just this huge, massive outdoor room almost. But it's very beautiful. The, um, the reception rooms are gorgeous. And even the dining rooms, so we've been, um, been wandering around the, the hotel a little bit. From your entry into reception, into the bar and the dining room, everything is just truly beautiful. The hotel retains its period elegance. The rooms are classic um, and I'll, I wouldn't say completely understated, but they're not, they're not screaming at you. Um, that they're, they're a luxury period room. They do feel very comfortable, very classic, um, a little bit understated, but not too much. And the service that you're going to get here is among the best that I have experienced anywhere. We, you know, don't want for anything. It was so funny. We had a beautiful breakfast this morning and, uh, the, the gentleman who was, overseeing the room, I guess is the best way to put it, uh, was checking on us quite a bit. And we had finished breakfast and he said, can I get you anything else? Maybe pancakes. And the pancakes here are, the, are thin like crepes. And we said, no, 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 we're really, really full. And he chatted with us another minute. But then like three minutes later, he comes back with a plate <laughs> with two pancakes on it. And and he was just like, no, you have to try them. You you must. It's It's just... You you just have to try them before you go and and I said but we could try them tomorrow and he said but I won't be here tomorrow so you'll try them today um, but just every meal that we've had has been spectacular the food is so good and so super fresh um, and like I said the the service is just outstanding now on site you have a leisure center so you have a pool and a big beautiful hot tub and a sauna and I think there's a steam room uh, you have a golf course and the spa and then off-site you're really near to a lot of the best attractions in the southeast so in Waterford and Wexford in Waterford you have the Waterford Treasures Museums and the Viking Triangle um, we did those today the Museum of um, it was the Irish Museum of Time Amazing. Absolutely blown away. I didn't know clocks could be so much fun. You got to see it. Um, but there's also the Medieval Museum and the Bishop's Palace. Uh, there is a gentleman in the Bishop's Palace named Sean Egan, and he actually used to work for Waterford. He now is a glass artist, a solo glass artist. Um, very, very wonderful man to talk to. I cannot wait to share that little podcast episode that I recorded with him with you because it's so nice. Um, so you have all the museums there. You also have Mount Congreve Gardens, which are absolutely beautiful. We're here in the fall, so things are starting to change more to the russets and leaves are falling, but still an absolutely gorgeous estate. Um, you also have the Waterford Greenway. It's a great bike ride. Uh, the Copper Coast in Waterford, also absolutely beautiful, whether you're biking through it or driving. And then in Wexford, you have the Irish National Heritage Park. So that's the, basically the entire history, history of Ireland um, and a really terrific small um, birds of prey demonstration there. 
uh, Tintern and Dunbrody Abbeys, uh, the Dunbrody Famine Ship, and Hookhead Lighthouse. So all of those things are in really close proximity to Faith Leg House. And it's a nice place if you want to base yourself someplace for, for two or three days, a really comfortable location to do so. Now, you can visit the Faith Lake House website. As always, photos and links are in the show notes, so hop over and take a look at all of those. I do want to uh, give a huge thank you to Bespoke Excursions for arranging our custom self-drive tour this week. If you have been listening, uh, podcast episode 156, we talked about the Celtic Coast and about the offerings from Bespoke Excursions, as well as the fact that they were going to be uh, setting up my week-long tour with my mom and my daughter. So if you have not been following along on that over on my Instagram at Ireland Family Vacations and you are on Instagram or Facebook, you can follow along with our trip. So as always, if you have any questions, I uh, am taking them while I am in Ireland and answering answering questions on the podcast live and until tomorrow, slanga full.